I'm Behumet. And I'm Jesse. Welcome to The Monologues. This time on The Monologues, COVID's not the only thing that's catching as we try to catch them all in Pokemon Legends Arceus from Game Freak. To go along with it, we inject me with a little vitamin C and a lot of bitter from Florida Orange IPA from Three Daughters Brewing out of St. Petersburg, Florida. Yeah, there we go. All right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, a lot to go in, in that intro with a little <laughs> bit of words. Yeah. Uh, well, so somebody got COVID. Uh, somebody right has tail, COVID. Yeah, right at the tail end of this, <laughs> uh, which is just like, I think everybody's third or fourth time having it, even with vaccines and boosters. I think everybody is it's just getting whittled down to like less of a deal. I don't even know how or what, like how I caught it. But I mean, thankfully, we do this via Zoom, so it's easy enough to just work around. I mean, yeah, I feel sure. fine. I had a scratchy throat the other day. I took a test, came out positive. Oh, dude. Okay. Weird. <laughs> You and you, your symptoms were like that day. I remember talking to you. You didn't feel great, but it's like you boosted right through those quick. Like you, what a day of not really feeling like crap, and I seem normal. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I so I was not feeling like the the worst, but not feeling like the best either. I, you know, I was kind of just running a little bit low energy, and then like um, a little bit of stuffy nose and scratchy throat, and that was it. And like no cough, no nothing else. And I was like, I wonder what's going on. And so. um I noticed my, you know, my wife had been coughing and uh, Elijah had been coughing. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll go ahead and take a test just to see. And so I took a test and was like, oh, hey, it's positive. Surprise. <laughs> I'm like, I don't go anywhere. Uh, I work from home. How the hell do I get it? Right. Yeah. Well, and just like, you know, a little inside joke for our friend, our Overwatch buddies. This is why I'm the master of the time stone, sir. I knew this was going to happen. I Got this orange beer from Florida just for this, <laughs> you know, just to help that vitamin C kick. So you're exactly. welcome for that. Yeah, uh, I know. That's what we need is IPA to help you <laughs> get over it. <laughs> it's what you always need. Oh, fuck. It's the IPA podcast, remember? All right, let's right. crack these babies open. All right. Well, yeah, I suppose we can do that. I I'm hoping it's going to be an orange color. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it almost looks like a blonde ale. Just a little more orange tint to it than like yellow. Which I'm going I'm doing something different. So since these are cans and I can't use not only the Thanos gauntlet, which would have fit the timestone joke for Tyler, not only <laughs> can I not use that, I also can't use that new bottle opener that I got that's crazy big. So or crazy stout, I should say. So I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna take two cans <laughs> and go ahead and pour them in this big glass mug I brought in here. All right. Yeah, you're not wrong. It is a little bit more orange um, than you would think of like as a traditional blonde, but yeah, not quite like amber or anything. It does have like that orangey tint to it, though. Yeah, let's see. And it's it's definitely no conky donk thick. Like I can almost oh, see no. this. Yeah, <laughs> I can see daylight through my window on this one. You got a mountain ahead on there, too. Pouring heavy. Think I get told that out. once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> that is super bitter. I'm I'm tasting all kinds of orange peel in that. I was about to sure. say I taste orange peel more than like orange. orange. Yeah. But I did catch a bit of orange in the very beginning of it, but as you as you go towards the 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 latter half of it as it starts to fall off of your palate, it definitely bitters out a lot. Um the very beginning of it is a lot more citrus, a lot more orange, I think. Dude, and it smells good. It does smell pretty good. So that is one interesting thing, of course, like 
I did not lose my smell or anything like that. Like the first time. So this is not my first time with COVID. This is like my second time. So the first time. It's like well, confirmed kills. It's like second confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first time I didn't lose my sense of smell either. And this time I, yeah, it's not, not been a factor at all. So. Which, and I don't, you know, I, I feel like I don't need to say this, but I'm saying it anyway. Like I don't have a stance on that either like one one way or the other with this stuff like however you feel we, we don't put it in this podcast so like no you know, no i'm I, just yeah it, it's the thing that's going on with me so if i sound funny sound off you know you'll know what it is but i don't right. think you'll know even notice it was just a funny thing i thought i could tie in because we're having some vitamin c um <laughs> injected ipa for you <laughs> sure <laughs> master the time stone sir master yeah. the time stone so all right let's get into this pokemon Arceus, and I am so stoked you picked this. Uh, I am. You have had You're one. Stoked. Fl- <laughs> Randy was stoked. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she was, uh, dude. Her. I. I still tell the kids that once in a while to bring up Pokemon Go, and I still refer to your wife as like the queen of Pokemon Go. She is. Dude, I, mean, I know she is. And so, like, I'll tell them they're like, "Well, you know, we got this and this." And I'm like, "Yeah, Bailey and I played for like a month every morning when we work nights." This is the coolest thing too. It was a, one of the funnest times of our our relationship before we got married was we would drive around after work. We'd get Burger King breakfast and drive around playing Pokemon go for like an hour or two after work before we'd go home in the mornings and sleep. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, but we still never got anywhere near what your wife's got going on. No. I mean, so yeah, she's a huge Pokemon fan in general. And I mean, I think this goes back to like even playing the card game and stuff when she was a kid. So she's always been into Pokemon. Uh, she played Pokemon Go when it first came out. Like she was one of the first people that jumped in and started playing it. Um, before they changed the game, she got me in to start playing that. Uh, I was like a few months late to playing it or whatever. And uh, she would run um, like before they changed the whole rating system or whatever. She used to run multiple groups in the area um, and coordinate them to go raid gyms and stuff because it was it was different. You had to actually like control the gym for a certain amount of time, and you would go knock other teams out of the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, I didn't know that changed. That's how it was when I played. Yeah, so it's completely different now. Like none of that is the same. Yeah, it's it's you don't really like knock. Uh, I don't know. I don't play it anymore. So I, I you'd have to ask her really. Right. Um, but it's a lot more cooperative across um teams and stuff. So your color teams, you're the red, blue, uh, uh yellow. But, um, you know, um, so, you know, with this, she and she got this when it initially launched back in January. It's a pretty brand new game. Yeah, it is. January 27th or 8th, 28th, 28th, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it just came out this year. So she's had it ever since launch. She ordered it early, pre-ordered this game. Well, for, for the Switch, um, well, let's, I'll just back up and I'll try to make this super brief. So I remember playing on a regular Game Boy Pokemon Blue. Um, before I got a Game Boy Color, and I was like obsessed. And then before Christmas that same year, I got a Game Boy Color, and then ended up getting like Pokemon Yellow back in the day, and played it. And they kind of had, and that's actually I'm really super anxious to bring this game up because you know the boys that we played uh, the redone Pokemon Yellow version, whatever you want to call it for Switch when it first came out, and the boys played it, Z played it, and it's very much like the first game. Like it's like Pokemon. Uh, yellow for Game Boy. It's kind of almost like a. Re- it looks like a updated graphic version with some changes. Mm. And then <clears throat> there's like, uh, oh, what was the last one? Like Sword and Shield. And the boys got Sword that. And Shield, and I yeah. thought they'd be stoked about it. They didn't really play it a whole lot, but dude, it, I remember playing it a little bit before 
Dude, I think that was before we even started our podcast. And I was like, that's something I used to lay on the bed at night and play if I had a few, yeah. you know, if like I was trying to be quiet, baby sleep or whatever, I'd just play a little bit. But I never got, got far into it. But I always thought, dude, this, they've updated this a lot. Like they're going to get to like an MMO stage with this one of these days. And then you pick this game of my list. I gave you a pretty solid list. And I, I really thought coming out of it was going to be like, in my mind, I had it, I always try to predict the future, you know, off of, <laughs> off of algorithms or whatever my brain's calculated normally happens right. with, with human engagement. And so I go, he's going to pick either Assassin's Creed or, you know, read, you know, putting some more time in that and doing an updated episode. Or I really thought like GTA, like I he's, that's a big one. It's a fun one. It's easy to jump in and out of. I was like, he's going to pick that. You caught me totally off guard. And you're like, no, no, Pokemon Arcus. Let's do that. So Which, I'm not against doing either GTA five or going back and doing a revisit of um, Assassin's Creed. Um, I, I do think we do need to do Assassin's Creed here in a couple of weeks closer towards the end of September. But um, GTA five, the reason why I didn't go that route is I've already played it. You know, I've beat the game. I've played a little bit of the online. I, I've played the crap out of that game, actually. Um, quite. I've played quite a bit of that game. No, oh, okay. So, well, I, mean, so I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, going back and doing that, I don't know if it'd be quite, uh, quite a, a fresh take for, you know, for us to go. We can find something different. But, you know, not to say that it still wouldn't be a fun game to do. Because, you, I mean, I don't know if you've ever played that, but or when the last time you played a GTA Dude, game the last was. time I played one was probably like PlayStation 2. I mean, mm. it's been a hot minute. Yeah. But anyway, you picked this game. And yeah. I've had, I've gotten to play a decent amount of time on it. It sounds like you did get farther than me, which is no surprise again. <laughs> uh, but all the games, I've really wanted to say this, all the games ha- share a formula, except for this one. This one does break away from it a little bit. All the games, and, and it still has some of the same formula, you know, pick one of the three to start, blah, blah, blah. But you, this one, you're, how this game opens up is, you're like talking to like one of the divine almost Pokemon. Yeah. So no, they all have this formula where they're like, you know, you have an arch enemy, you know, uh, and you start and the professor, you know, and there's, there's some of those things are the same, right? Right. Except yeah. for this time, you're in like a different time zone, like a time frame. Like, yeah. Like Pokemon aren't a thing. Well, they're, yeah. they're a thing, but they're like a new thing. They're yeah. just being discovered for the first time. They don't know how to interact with them. It's interesting. Um, I, I actually thought that... Um, to me, is so, okay, let me give you a little bit of my background with Pokemon. It's not that I don't know about Pokemon. I, I do, definitely. I played a bit of Pokemon Go. Like, even before that, I, I'm aware of Pokemon. It's just not my thing. It's, if, if you've gathered anything from me uh, over listening to this podcast, that's just not my nature of the type of thing I'm, I'm into. Um, you know, so I was never really drawn into Pokemon. Um, I'm not drawn into those types of, of things like that. Like, you know, I never got caught on to things like Yu-Gi-Oh or, you know, even Naruto or stuff like that. You know, um, they, they seem too childish for me. Even when I was a kid, it just seemed too childish. And so I didn't get into that. You know, I got it like instead of Pokemon trading cards, I got into the Magic the Gathering trading cards. They seemed a little bit more advanced. And so therefore, that's the direction I went. I'm going to throw you under the bus, though. You did watch some Dragon Ball Z, though. I did watch the shit out yeah, of Dragon Ball Z. There you go. See, it's, a, it's an age thing. Dragon dude. Ball, Dragon Ball Z. I, I watched, you know, I watched the shit out of Dragon Ball for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, and and maybe it is just because it's a little bit I'm a little bit older, but my you know, my wife's my 
same age. So um, I mean, she was really into Pokemon. Um, I don't think I, it was necessarily an age thing. It's just, uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't cap that. It's something that never connected to me. What I'll say is though, with this game, I can see, and this game does, did it for me is it drew me in a lot more because it brought you into this aspect of, you know, kind of seeing and understanding how people would feel around these things that they don't quite understand instead of having a whole structure around it where you're, you know, already up and battling Pokemon. Like right. It, like it's, it's just, just normal in that, right. you know, and so they take you back in time. You talk yeah. to this divine Pokemon or whatever, and then you drop out of the sky. And it's, it's to me, the only thing weird about the game on like storyline or plot so far is that they're like, you drop out of the sky and they don't mm-hmm. question it. And they just go, well, just prove yourself. Well, they kind of do like, but, but so- not, not like, not, not like it would be if some dude dropped out of the sky <laughs> and everybody knew it and accepted that. Like no one, no one's even saying like, did you really drop out of the sky? I don't believe this right. guy. Nobody's even saying that they're accepting that as their truth. Well, which, they watched you on. fall out of the sky though. I mean, <laughs> well, the professor the did. Yeah, the professor, the the most trusted guy, right in that place, the scientific researcher, said you fall fell from the but, sky. Okay, but right, follow me. Right, so they accept that as their truth. If you drop some dude, or you know, we'll be we'll be equal here, dude or girl, I don't care, because you could pick a girl in this game. You, sure. you drop a dude or girl out of the sky, and everybody accepts that as their truth. Nobody's like. Well, I mean, you can join us, but we're going to keep an eye on you. Nobody's doing that. You're going to be, government's going to have you. We also locked. don't live in villages, dude. That's the, that's a big difference. Like but if you I, lived in you, a. Okay. I would argue I'm, that. I'm serious. You go out and you go to your small town and you drop somebody out in the middle of the sky and you cut them off the rest of society. I'm, I'm sure they'd take them in just a little nope. bit differently. No, I, I'm saying you're going to be in a cell with guards on you. I, you go back in ancient a, time. I'm going to argue this. You go back. To, I think civilization has not changed at all. I think if you go back a thousand years, the I, stranger I think is it, not a not a new concept. Uh, I think people jumps out of the sky a thousand years ago, and I think people go, "Yeah, we're not letting you work for our Pokemon Corpse, you know, study group. You're going to be either hailed as a god or divine creature, or you're going to be like, we don't know what that is. Kill it. <laughs> like, I don't. I just. I think it goes one way or the other. I don't think there's an in between. Like this. This game just goes. This game just goes, all right, we trust our, tr- our the truth. We trust this professor, this fellow, this guy. That's weird. But we're going to keep an eye on you, but you can work for us because you're pretty good at Pokemon. So, like, that'll, that'll work for us. So, <laughs> I just, I just say it. I don't care. I don't, it doesn't, like, change my enjoyment of the game. I'm just saying, like, that's a little bit odd to me. Like, I, I know you so. fell from, I, I know you fell from the sky, but help us catch these Pokemon and study them. Thanks. I don't think so. I think if you if you were to go back to a time in which there are small villages and there is not a mass internet of people communicating, it's a little bit different concept. And this that's really what they're where they're at when they're at. It's a lot different. Again, we go back to the concept of you have to put yourself in the time and place. Right. All and of I that think- judgment takes takes place differently. If you have a solitary person that comes in, it doesn't matter how their means are, of entrance are, is. If they're not actively doing something harmful, I don't think that the, we the tribal have, group goes through and immediately eliminates okay. them. We don't have to have a history lesson because this, I've seen story. If you go back in history, there's been this has been reported on both ways. So people land in America, they were greeted nicely, like they were foreign, they were alien to them, exactly. they were weird, right? Right. But there's it, also the there's also the opposite stories. 
for sure. You land on islands, you get fucking murdered. So, <laughs> like, for I'm sure. just saying, this falling from the sky would go one or the I'm other. I'm saying that most in most cases, it's not the murder option, or else we would have far less people. That's the thing. Dude, people we, don't just murder people. They do. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. They, you the, go... You go, as okay. much as I don't like people, that's not human nature. <laughs> it is. It, it's 50-50. I think it's, <laughs> I don't like, think it's dude, you go back and study uh, any great leader of civilization and like the, the ransacking and the amount of just straight chaos and blood flow from wars. I don't know. I disagree completely. I think it goes. For sure. People can be driven to do terrible things and human life is valued differently across time. For sure. Like, but that's, I mean, that's different. It's a different time. It's a different po- point of reference. How you value human life is different, for sure. You can be driven to do different things. But generally speaking, humans are not just homicidal maniacs. Yeah, but you don't know that this kid's human. He fell from the sky. So I'm saying, I think he'd probably be praised. I'm not saying that he's human. They made him like normal. Like they made him like, or I say him, him or her, whoever, whatever character you make, they make them like, you're just a normal person. I mean, you're, I mean, kind of, you're still like being watched, but. They For put sure. you, they employ you. Like they literally like hire you. It'd be like they, Walmart being like, Hey, we saw you fall from the sky. We don't have a background check on you because you fell from the sky, but we'll let they, you have a job, but we're going to keep an eye on you. They put you in the closest residence to the, to the commander's off, uh, commander's place. Right. Yeah. And they are watching you and oh, yeah, making you work for your, your <laughs> yeah, living. They are. They're, yeah. And they're making you work for, for your living. All of this sounds reasonable. If you don't know who you're interacting with and you don't feel like murdering the person. <laughs> it all sounds very I'm not, reasonable. I'm not necessarily saying murder is the only, it's not, it's no, not black no, It sounds like you're saying murder is the only option I'm saying here. prison cell, <laughs> not working, being walking around free may not be your option. How or being you, on a pillar, if you throw being them worshipped. In a, if you throw them in a prison cell, how does that person chew, like show that they are not detrimental to your society? Well, I mean, you keep an eye on them. I don't you know can't. that you ever. If they're in a prison cell, <laughs> you cannot prove that they're not detrimental to your society. Listen, the only way you can do that is by what they're doing. They're I'm actually not speaking per- from what I would do. I'm speaking from what I think crazy groups of people do. And I'm saying I don't know that they would go. A religious oh. cult could take that. A religious group could take that one way or the other. They could go, okay. He's a person I don't that think should this be worshipped. Is religious. This is like now you're going <laughs> completely sideways with this. I don't know, man. I just I like I said, that's the only thing to me that seemed a little bit odd. Uh, okay, yeah, no, it, it's strange for sure. Like the 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 kid, whoever falls from the sky, and he is or she is a kid for sure. Like the right. character, yeah, is you're like a twelve kid. or something, like ten or twelve. They they try to Which get seems the, to be age. the standard Pokemon age. Yeah, they try to get the age. I, I want to say they they talk about you you being like roughly fourteen ish, like thirteen, fourteen ish, which matches with what your appearance is. It, it from my character's view or what I could see of my character it looked like a thirteen or fourteen year old boy. Well, um, is what I it, created. Um, if my, my Pokemon, character. if my Pokemon memory is correct, I want to say this show with Ash Ketchum. I want to say Ash is like 10 when he starts. I could be completely wrong on that. It seems super. I always thought it seemed super young, mm-hmm. but I think you're right. I think the kid looks about 13, 14. So, I mean, and, you know, so to go into the actual game, they do make <laughs> him or her work for their keep. You know, they make them yeah. work for their keep. Oh, and it's you like know. strict too. Like they threaten, like they're like, if you don't put out, like 
If you don't yeah, perform, we'll kick you out. You'll yeah, we'll you exile can, be on you, and you'll go live with the Pokemon and fend for yourself. Yeah, that is that is literally what they say. It's, it's not a a, a non sum clause. Like they they give you, um, <laughs> they give you very strict guidelines as to what you must do to be able to stay within their community. So, and it's a pretty high scale because, like, compared to what they're used to, they think it's like an almost unachievable goal to start. For sure, yeah. You know, they like they send you out. Well, I mean, let's we can back up just a smidge. Like, so mm. you drop from the sky, the professor finds you. He's like stoked. So when you when he finds when you find him, he's trying to capture the three po- Pokemon that yeah. got out. Yeah, and it's very that's very much a trope in the from what I've played. Of previous Pokemon games, it is that that is the formula the, is the, the starter three that's fire. Three. It's always fire, water, and grass, like every time. Right, and it's the same thing here. So you start off, and you have to go, and it's your first thing. You help him round up the three Pokemon that he has: the Professor uh, Leviton, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, is is lost, or he he frequently loses his Pokemon that he's trying to research, and so you're trying to help him round them up. Um, that is the that's where you come into this game. And so, you know, you, you quickly help him round him up. He hands you, or I guess he gives you Pokeballs to help them help round him up and kind of explains how to do it. It's, it's your tutorial section of it's the introduction in the game. Shows you kind of how to catch Pokemon pretty straightforward there um, as far as gameplay goes. But it, it does give you an introduction on to, you know, how that goes. And you out of this, you get to choose your partner eventually. Right, you do a couple, you help him catch them or collect them and get back and he introduces you to the, I can't remember that lady's name, but she's super angry with you like all the time. She's just the angriest person alive. Oh my gosh, she's I, At least so in her angry. face. I don't think she's angry. I think she's just, um, she she's just stressed about matter of fact. No, no, no. She's just, I think she's just matter of fact. I think she's just like, this is the way it is and it's, that's the way. And she just has the expression. Like she just has yeah. that. The, the a stern expression always. I see and the vibe I got was like her job was like stressing her out. So oh, she's no. taking it on everybody around her. Like she just she, she she's stress- so like, angry. They even refer to her as stress eating. Um, yeah. Uh, potato mochi, um, which yeah, comes up. Dude. Like she's stress eating potato mochi. Please so, tell me Brandy's going to make that for you. I definitely want to try the potato. So we did find and we didn't do it. And I'm not going to I might link it in the, the, the notes of this episode. I did find a recipe to make the potato mochi that they Send me the say link. is from this I'll game. I'll put it on the ad. I'll put it on our 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 social. Hey guys, guess what? Social media. <laughs> Here's our sloppy. Uh, my I say we. You do it great. My sloppy <laughs> intro too, guys. If you're listening, uh, check us out on Facebook or Instagram. Um, you know, one of those. Email us any kind of comments. You can even you can even message audio clips. A couple of buddy of ours do that off and on, which is pretty cool. Benedict, thank you. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and wherever you're listening to us at, please rate, review, and subscribe. There it is. <laughs> so here, here, here's what I would here's what I would be my request. How about we make another date for me to come hang out, and you mm-hmm. see if Brandy wants to make that potato mochi stuff. Yeah, yeah, mochi. we can definitely do it. Yeah, I mean, I I think honestly, it's not that hard to make. I was kind of looking at the recipe, and it's not too like dissimilar from like the concept of making gnocchi, which I've made before myself. Um, it's actually a pasta I really love to make is gnocchi. Um, is that the little half moon? It's a little half moon. You roll with a fork. Um, it's made okay. out of potato. I um, like those too. Yeah. And it, it, it's real. Fu- it's you dip something- them in like the brown, the, 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 almost like, it's not aju, but it's like a broth almost. Is that the, one, the ones you dip them in that? 
Um, no, the way I do mine is I usually make gnocchi with a uh, pesto sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I've had yeah. that too. Yep. Okay. So I usually do like a pesto gnocchi. Um, but, uh, um, but anyways, yeah, the, the, at least the, the, the quote unquote dough that you use from the potatoes, um, for the, for the pasta is not too dissimilar in texture or, or makeup from, from that for what it looks like the potato mochi. So. Um, the, the difference will be that you fry the potato mochi and that, um, you coat it with a different type of a sauce, which is, it looks like a sweet and savory sauce. Like there's soy sauce in there, but there's also like uh, raw sugar in there and stuff like that. To, to Can I a little bit of- pause you for one second? Yeah. So this is super random, which I think is kind of my MO half the time. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Not gonna um, argue. <laughs> so, you know, I, I like to cook quite a bit of different things, right? And I don't, I rarely look up recipes, but once in a while, something will grab my attention and I'll kind of see what people did. But I'm like, I'm the opposite to my wife. She has to like have, you know, verbatim, precise measurements, you know. That's the way I like to cook too. Right. You guys, she calls it type A brain. I think you guys have that like type A mentality. It's like a very direct to the numbers, everything. I'm more like on the wild side with creativity. And so I go like this, I read recipes, right? And I usually just glance at what they put in it and I'm like, I'll figure out how much I need of all of those things (laughs) on my own and I'll see what I can add on my own. That's probably a better way to cook, actually. I mean, I've come up with some really tasty things for sure, but I've I've had a few flops. It happens. But I will say this. That's the way I make my barbecue sauce. And they're really good. So just saying. I will say that, which I need to trade you some canned jalapeno pickles and some other stuff for some of your barbecue sauce. But- you need to make some. Um, here's what I will say. So it is amazing to me how many recipes actually have soy sauce as an ingredient, even if they're not like Asian culture dishes. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, I mean, I guess that, that makes a bit of sense because of the fact that there's a there's a high sodium content into it. And there's that umami flavor that just kind of has that, that soy sauce has. Um, it's a, it's a thing that is common in Asian cuisines that's not necessarily common in other cuisine types that that umami flavor that just kind of sits on your tongue and coats it yeah um so and I didn't mean to interrupt you for that I just I think good I just think that's crazy I do I find it in several recipes I glance at if I what happens is and it might I don't know if you call it laziness or creativity but usually if I see something I like I can spot it and go okay I kind of know what's already in that yeah but if I'm curious I might click and see a few things I do. I don't look at measurements. I don't look at how to make it. I look at how to prep it. I'm like, <laughs> I'll figure all that on my own. I just need to know kind of what you did. And yeah. it is surprising to me how much stuff has soy sauce in it. But before I relinquish this mic back to you, I just want to say, <laughs> I am almost done with these two beers in this. Um, I actually really kind of like this. I'm kind of digging this. I'm, I'm a huge citrus fan, so it's no surprise. But I'm actually surprised it's not as bitter as I thought it was going to be. And I don't know if this is COVID taste buds or what, but I'm actually <laughs> not not like not uh, uh turned off by this being an IPA at all. It's, yeah, it's really good. it's really um pretty decent. Yeah. I I'm surprised. So. But anyway, so you were actually talking about making this potato noche and I interrupted for a long time. So I apologize. You can go back to it. I No, yeah, well, um I think I was pretty much done with it. I mean, I think like the, the only other part of it is like, um, yeah, that sauce. And it, like you were saying, you know, it has that soy sauce in it. Um, of course, being a, a Japanese recipe, um, it's pretty common. Um, uh, the, the one thing that did strike me though, is that it's, um, 
it, it kind of seems like an almost dessert type dish and they seem to be eating it in the game like for every meal it's like the <laughs> yeah. only thing they eat and like from what i read of it online or at least in the recipes there's different types of mochi and most of them seem to be like treat type things um and potato mochi seems to be more substantive uh than the other recipes that i've seen um but the sauce that you put on it, or at least the sauce that they were recommending in the recipe that I read, is is still sweet and savory, but sweet. So, um, so it's it's interesting, like why they would be. I mean, I guess it's it's a game aimed at your inner child, if nothing uh, else, okay. if not a child, right? I would never normally bring this up, right? But you brought up Naruto earlier because our, I mean, our kids like it. I actually like that show, which. I grew up like you. I watched Dragon Ball Z. I'm not ashamed of that or whatever. Yeah. I was a big fan obsessively because only so many episodes came to America. I yeah. remember like it would just replay on like, what was that? Um, was that Toonami? Yeah, Toonami. And they would, I remember getting to the end, th- like you would get to the end of the series and be like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe they'll have more. And then it would yeah. reset. And then it just replay. Oh, again. and you'd be like, gosh, dang it. Okay. No more have been released in English yet. Yep. But so, I mean, I remember that, that era for sure. And it actually was a girlfriend of mine that got me into Naruto. I would have never watched that show. Never. I was an adult. I didn't even watch anime anymore, like at all. Our buddy Polly watches anime still to this day. Mm, he got me into yeah. a show called Death Note that was super good. But I, I don't watch anime. Like right now, I couldn't even tell you the last time I watched a cartoon show unless it was for the kids, right? Mm. But I watched Naruto because of this ex-girlfriend before, way before I met my wife. And she's like, just stick with it. Just watch it. And I watched, you know, for a while. And it was Naruto. And I was like, eh, eh, for a while. And then right. you, then it sets this tone. You just have to get far enough. I almost view it like any TV show. You know, mm. I got you into The Expanse. And I always say the first series, the first season is a little rough because you're digesting so much more information than what you realize until you go back. Yeah. So, like, if you don't make it past the first season, if people's like, ah, I tried, it's not that great. I get that. There's a lot of shows like that. If you can't get the story depth out of the first season and move on. It's understandable. And the first season of that expanse like completely changes from the rest of what that actual right. series it's, becomes. Yeah. It gets it's so much more than setup. that first season. Yeah. Dude. That first season a, is just a, the, it, it is the tip. Like if you're like metaphorically <laughs> speaking about anything, it is quite literally the tip of what that show becomes. But, right. Yeah. And dude, it's so good, but we won't get into that. So Naruto is not much different. If you can't get past the, the depth where the story goes and the, and I'm not going to say there, I'm not going to praise it because like that it's the most amazing anime show in the world, but I'll say the reason it's so popular is because it does hit this nostalgic um, childhood friends that are best friends that split apart and can't make it together. There's a lot of depth that comes, but it comes way later. Some of the problems is the guy that wrote the manga for that stuff uh, for Naruto didn't really want to keep doing it. He was like trying to get out of it, but they like kept pulling him back in because it was so popular. Mm. So there's like a huge chunk of episodes later in the series where it's like filler it's so annoying there's like uh, 30 episodes of like straight filler You're like this is pointless to the story depth but there's a huge chunk that's not yeah. and so i i like i like that show i get that but i would never normally come back to naruto except for this nochi in the game of pokemon in this arcus pokemon game it's like this this like the uh home feeling like accomplishment relax yeah. you get yes. to it okay so naruto his thing is ramen dude oh my god that's like aiden's 
thing right now. Like I know. So, so it's Zarias. Oh it's Zarias too. It's Z's, which he comes up at the end of this episode too. But it's it's Z's thing too. And I was like, guys, I do you remember I made homemade ramen? And it mm-hmm. was like a huge process. I didn't do the whole cheap 13 cents package from the store. Like I love ramen. Yeah. But we I do like ramen frequently here too. Like, and it's a it's an all I mean, it's an all-day thing. You're boiling yeah. the broth, you're making the broth from chicken. Yeah, my broth it's, took eight hours in a crock pot when I made homemade ramen. Right. The noodles are the simple part, really. And you the can no- make them yes. complex, but they're the simple part. Right. I made a broth, I made some chicken that went with it, I made some boiled eggs that went with it. Like I yes. made a lot, but the broth yes. took eight hours in a crock pot. The broth, and my mom the got me the, everything yep. else that goes in it is the thing that takes the time. And right. I looked up a re- I looked up like 16 recipes the first time I ever made that homemade, right? And I never followed them by the book. I just combined the things I wanted out of it and what my mom could get me. I was broke as shit back in those days. I was struggling. I was like, what can I do? I was like, if you're going to City Market, which is up by you, mm-hmm. I was like, get me some mushrooms, get me some of this, get me some of this. I'm going to try to make ramen this weekend. And it was turned out super good, no lie. But that's and I know these tangents are just terrible. I apologize to our fans, but <laughs> all of that in this game is like thrown in your face because at the end of missions, you and the girl that's helping you and the professor often go to this like I I would almost call it like a ramen shop. I feel like they're they're I feel like they're targeting the Naruto fans that are like all about the ramen, except for it's the Nochi. It's or Noki. It's like a Noki shop. Yeah, the, well, yeah, they they always go back to that uh, potato mochi shop. It's it's always the same place every time. It's the sense of accomplishment. Here's your reward. Um, you can right. eat one more day. Um, type yeah, of thing. Relax, have a meal. You had a hard day, and it's yeah. and it's weirdly, I like that, and I like that. And, and honestly, in Naruto, it's the same setup. This dude goes through. This little kid goes through so much shit, and he's just obsessed with ramen. <laughs> if he can, and he'll eat eighteen bowls. If he can just get to the ramen shop, yeah. And he and every and, and it's funny too because he loves fighting. He wants to be the Hakage of the village and Naruto or whatever. But like, he, he, other than that, the only thing the kid loves is ramen. Strong moral compass, ramen. <laughs> it's like, that's all the kid wants, ramen. It's like so. I get this. Like in this game, it yeah. really. And you brought it up earlier. Is the only reason I brought went back to it is like that. That's what it. When I was playing the game, yeah. That's where my mind went every time in the in the storyline when you go back there and eat, that's where my mind went. Nice. Yeah, so you're right. I mean, yeah, you you always do get that feeling of coming home. And after your first mission, after well, not even your first mission, after the first time that you help them, they allow you to go have a dinner before they I mean, they show you your quarters or anything like that. They they allow you to go have a meal. And the guy that runs the shop is still kind of skeptical of you. And so this is how I still think that they're not just fully accepting of who you are. Like everybody's still kind of watching you. Other than the the professor and the girl, I do feel like everybody's got, well, there's a couple of characters that are just super welcoming you, like whether they want to use you or whatever. Correct. I don't, I don't disagree with that. All I was saying in that long battle that we had about that, all I was trying to say was like, I just think that's very odd to me. Like, if yeah. if I'm to write, if I'm to write this story, that would be the hang up that I'd go, Ooh, is it gonna be bought or not? Like not not saying it can't be or not even saying first off, there's every every rule to the world has an outlier. So I mean mm-hmm. like whatever. Like anything's possible. I'm mm-hmm. just saying like that's a little bit more to chew than most. Sure. You sure. know, like you mostly because because most of the other games, the formula is you're a kid that wakes up, it's your day to go pick your Pokemon. Yeah. And you go, and there's usually a buddy, and he's a rival. You pick one of the three, and it always 
which is funny. There's 87 types, which by the way, I'm going to throw this fact out if you didn't know this. You know how many Pokemon there are in the Pokemon world now? Not even. Okay. No. So like starting Pokemon world back in the 90s when this show first came out in like Japan or whatever, it was like 156 or 151. I think Mewtwo and Mew made 151. 905 Pokemon now. And this game being in the past where, you know, the, the time frame is like, it's what the Hisu region island. Yeah. Hisui region or something Hisui like that. Hisui region. And, yeah. it, you know, you're like confused about how you catch them and like all the people well, you're not, the people are and how they battle and what do they are. There's different versions of the standard Pokemon that evolve out of this region. And I love, they started introducing that like, I don't know, a while back mm-hmm. where they had the same Pokemon, but different regions. Different versions. regions. Right. So, I never, never look up what how to start a game, okay? Never. Yeah, right. This Pokemon game, because the three starter Pokemon were kind of from different time frames. Mm-hmm. They're not from, usually each time there's like a new set, you get a new three, it's always fire, water, grass. Mm-hmm. I always lean towards grass. Okay. Always. Always have, from Bulbasaur on to Chikorita, which I don't know if you know who these Pokemon are. Yeah, I've I always leaned grass type, and I am sure it means something psychology. I don't psych psychologically. There's probably a reason. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. This game I didn't because mm-hmm. I actually like looked up a thing on like their evolve forms, which they have this. This one has a Cyndaquil, which yes. Cyndaquil came out like several Pokemon games ago, like back when I back when I was like a teenager. Mm-hmm. Cyndaquil was a Pokemon you could get on like I don't even know Pokemon em- Ember or some some crazy game and. I, uh, uh, what was that? I can't even remember the name of it, but I'm not a fire type. I've always, ne- I've never picked a fire type as a starter. Mm-hmm. It's always been down to water or grass. Yeah. Huge fan of turtles. So usually you'd think I'd pick Squirtle, but I always picked grass because that's where my mind goes. <laughs> yeah, right? I was going to say, why, why not the Squirtle, man? Uh, and I use it right. It makes sense for my type, right? Like yeah. for sure, but I'm not a water person. <laughs> uh. We've heard my, if anybody that's actually a fan of the podcast knows my like almost drowning <laughs> in the ocean story, like I'm like terrified of like the deep ocean. If I can't see land or I can't see a boat to get to, I'm like out. I'm like, <laughs> I, I mean, maybe it's listen to the, just listen to the, the stuff on like the Indianapolis. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into this. We're not, not going to do this, but I'm just saying like the sharks are fucking scary, dude. I don't care who you are. The ocean's scary. But anyway, pick the grass type. I saw, I looked it up because I was like, ooh, I don't, I like the owl. Owl's a, actually one of my favorite creatures, but I went, I don't know that I like his evolved form. So I like looked it up. The Oshawa had the coolest looking top form. So I went with water on this game. Mm, wow. Which I never do that. But so normal formula, I just don't know why with, and I didn't say this number yet, I don't think. There's 905, if I didn't say that, 905 type of Pokemon and, or Pokemon. There's also more than fire, water, and grass. I don't know why your three starters are always of those set. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because well, there's, there's fighting normal. Like, there's so many. Fighting rock, normal, fairy, metal, uh, dark, yeah. psychic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it goes on. Flying, yeah, ground, there's, there's electric. A ton. And, and they all have, yeah. I mean, I, I guess if you're, you're not familiar with what Pokemon are, or the whole concept or in, and everything like all of those types have different um, strengths and weaknesses. Right. And, and they're stronger or weaker against different uh, other types of Pokemon. They, some of them may be so strong or so weak against other types that 
um, some of the other's attacks or their attacks against others may be negated or may be super useless. Effective. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, um, so it's entirely a, a, a matching battle. Like, that's that's why you have a team of Pokemon and not just one Pokemon to do all of your battling. Um, you want to be able to completely change up and go towards whatever you're fighting at that particular time. And I don't care if you play these Pokemon games. So you usually can carry six. Mm-hmm. That has been the standard for every single game. I don't care. You always feel like, oh, man, if I could just hold one more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because right. I hate yeah. you find a new Pokemon and you're like, I don't want to get rid of any of the six that I have to carry this one. <laughs> but inevitably you have to and you'll weed your team out. But but yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's just. There's just so many types you could start with. I think it's weird. It's always fire, water, grass. But I picked yeah. water this time, and I never do that. Never, ever do that. Yeah. So I went with the one that I actually knew. Uh, or, well, the one that I, I felt the most connected to, I guess, the one that I, I knew the most. You picked fire, didn't you? The Cyndaquil. Yeah, because- I, I knew that. The only reason why I picked it is because of Pokemon Go. And you have to- Or I caught them in the past in Pokemon Go. They were most familiar. This is the only reason why I went with them. I, I knew them. I knew their evolved form. I was like, okay, I know that one. I'll pick so that his one. top form in this game is different than the other games. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. That's one of the things. That's why I said, I really looked it up and I never do that, but I looked it up to see how the three go. And that's when I realized how many versions on this, um, this Arceus, his, his region or whatever. There's mm. quite a few of them that have different versions. There's quite a few new Pokemon, but there's also quite a few of the old ones that have new versions because of mm-hmm. in a different region. But right. yeah, it's like I said, I, there is still some of the, the formula that they game freak has always used, but it's always been the same company too. I feel like it's always been it, it game freak from yeah. like the nineties owned this Pokemon. God, so they're raking in the millions. It's not just, so not just from the nineties game freak. <clears throat> so what I've read about game freak so far, um, and they probably have a much deeper and much more robust and please don't murder me because I am not a, the Pokemon fan just to give all due respect to this whole thing. Like, Game Freak actually came out of like a whole magazine culture around games in the 80s, the mid to uh, mid to late 80s. Um, so like 1985, 1986, around that time, they had a magazine for video games. Um, and that's where they originated out of. Um, along the way, in the mid 90s, they developed the Pokemon game franchise. Um, and ever since, they've been entirely involved with developing Pokemon, is my understanding of it. Um, well, and continue to this day. I was gonna so. say it's it's and I it's kind it's just like anything else we've talked about this with the boys, the trends of like Minecraft and Fortnite that you know it'll spike they'll love it a month later and yeah, I don't really play you know mm-hmm. up and down I mean I feel like the boys I think it's Roblox Minecraft Fortnite have the craziest yeah. trends to returning players I've ever seen in any game usually I mean World of Warcraft I thought had that like you know you we we would quit for a month or two or I would quit for a month or two come <laughs> back no. Roblox, Minecraft, Fortnite, those kids are like, it's a roller coaster of interest and not interest, interest and not interest. And Pokemon's not really off of that chain either. It's it maybe spread out farther, but mm. I feel like Pokemon will go for a couple of years where no one's really talking about it to, oh my God, it's like a huge deal. When Pokemon Go came out, dude, I remember people buying, like you could sell portable battery chargers for phones. Because yeah. people were killing, nuking their phone to play Pokemon Go. Right. Yeah. It's it's a crazy thing, like how involved the community has gotten. And I think specifically because of Pokemon Go in 2016 releasing, 
That's what brought um, it back for sure. Yeah, if it wasn't for that, I think it was probably the way of on its way out the door. Um, that that game really revitalized it in a broader sense of the culture, um, because without it, I don't think it would be where it is today. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that that brought it back to the forefront of people's minds and made made every game subsequently substantially after that like be a bigger deal. Like you know. Sword sure. and Shield, Pokemon for Switch, which the Switch brought. Switch is Switch redeemed Nintendo, period, which Game Freak has lived off Nintendo. So, yeah, it made them step their game up, too, as far as what Pokemon could be, though. Like right. whatever Niantic did to get Pokemon Go out the door and make it as successful as it was and get everybody involved in playing it. It, it, it upped the game across the board for whatever had to follow. So yeah. you end up with what this game is, and it is definitely far superior to any other Pokemon game that I've ever played or ever tried before. It is hands down the best Pokemon version of a game I've ever tried, including Go. Do you okay, so you we did we did that questionnaire last time on the last episode, you know, which I thought was a lot of fun. The and I it really made me think about the games we've reviewed. If mm-hmm. I was to mash up games we've reviewed for the, to like equal this game, I do remember how you brought up like my time at Porsche was kind of like underrated for you almost. Yeah. If you mix my time at Porsche and Zelda Breath of the Wild, I feel like you kind of get where this Arceus game went. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Yeah, you're I mean, not it, wrong. It's, it's a, a good lot. it's a good hybrid of those two games. Yeah, I think the the one thing that you're maybe missing there is like the ability to like offload production mechanics and stuff like that, but like but yeah, it's all there, like gathering stuff. It's it's there that you have to do that to support your Pokemon. But yeah. you have and then the craft. crafting ability. You have the ability yeah. to craft. It's there. It's just like it's it's real time crafting, and you instantaneously craft. There's and not I a time that, purpose. I felt that same grindy thing that I do where I'm like, if there's a tree with orange berries on it or whatever berries on it, I have to go to it. I have no my inner st- like stubbornness is like I leave no. <laughs> no harvest and i take it back to world of warcraft from grinding stuff you can leave no like resource untapped right if yeah. it's there i have to get it which i like this game well so, so the old i ahead. may not have actually put in more time than you though because so i really went into this game with the mentality of i know this game is an rpg and i know that i can be sidetracked with everything else that's required for this game and so I stuck very hard to being as straight into uh, as aligned with the game as possible, meaning that I only completed side quests when they were in line with the missions that I was currently okay. on. And so okay. I com- I completed a lot of side quests because they were completely in line with right. the mission. The, the with actual- like catching certain Pokemon and like trading right. them or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Like when I ran across, so <clears throat> where I was at now, I just, um, I just completed something. Um, and I was in a section um, that had um, uh, Rosalia. It's a one of the, it's a Pokemon I need to capture a certain number of. Yeah, I know what uh, it is. Yeah, to 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 fill out um, uh, the Pokedex so I could show somebody the Pokedex. That's a lot of what these are: is complete the Pokedex for this certain Pokemon because I'm interested in it. Is a lot of the side quests you get early on, at least. Um, and so that was one of the ones I just happened to be in an area after completing a mission. I found a bunch of them. I was like, okay, I'm going to sit here and farm these real quick. 
and complete my Pokedex and then go in. And so I did that instead of like, I'm not, I'm going to go find where these are at. I would just happen to be in the area. So I completed it. That was the type of mentality I went into. Like, instead of sidetracking saying, I have a side quest that says I must go do this thing. I just went like, if it's on my way, cool, you're good. If it's not on my way, I'll get to it sometime. So I put this game very much like it had nothing to do with our podcast. Yeah. I put this game very much like I'm just going to, like, I I didn't even think about our podcast, honestly. I just thought I've been really wanting to try this game out. I'm, I like these games from time to time. I'm just going to play. And so I just played it naturally, like completely naturally, which is, you know, I've done both ways with our, with our episode, um, content. Like I've, I've played both ways. I've played where I've rushed to try to make sure I stay up like on storyline and get through it as quick as possible. And I've played like Assassin's Creed, uh, Odyssey, not to just keep bringing that up, but like, I just played that as if like we weren't going to record on it. Mm -hmm. I just did whatever the fuck I wanted to do on it and had fun. Mm-hmm. Which is also why I think I was like level five or you know pretty low. When we got that, which that whole game was well. That's why I spent two hours trying to kill that on Assassin's Creed. I spent two hours trying to kill that assassin that's after you, right. uh, you know, and died sixteen times and like refused to give up. I think yeah. it was like level three. He was level five. I was like, I'm not gonna give this up. So, <laughs> but anyway, for those of you that don't know, Pokemon's essentially a game about catching animals that fight for you and forcing them to bend to your will and fight for you. Not and become forcing best friends with them. them. Yeah, I was gonna say not forcing them. That's no, one really. thing that the game really tries to make sure that you understand. And yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, through all of the dialogue that it has, is that it's really making sure that you understand that this concept is not about you forcing or bending or breaking the will of Pokemon. Right. That they're not a, slaves. They're they're no. They're like friends, um, and it's a mutual relationship between the two of you. Yes. It's about how much do you care about these things, and how much do they fight alongside you? How much do they uh, enjoy and respect your companionship? Um, Because what you do find, so what we've talked about so far is, you know, just the intro phase, but what you do come to find is that there's other existing clans on this island that you're Diamond and Pearl Pearl was the first two I ran into. Are the two, Yeah. And um, both of those clans already know about the Pokemon and have a co-relationship with the Pokemon um, where they don't use Pokeballs to to get them to do what they want. They just have a relationship. And so they look at your usage of Pokeballs and things like that as unnatural and harmful to the Pokemon. And so they do a lot of things to make you prove your worth um, to the Pokemon. Um, which that, that that's one of the things I agree with is like, I think feel like that would, that's exactly what happened. Like yeah. if this was real, that's exactly what the problems would be. They'd go, yeah, like you're, that's not what we're about. Don't do that. You know, yeah. like I could see that fully being like, you know, being the part of the problem. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, th- like I said, this game uh, above all other Pokemon games really brought to front, like what everything a Pokemon game in my head should have been like it, it engaged me in more ways than I really thought a game would have or should have been um, as far as Pokemon go. And I'm not I, like I'll repeat it again. I'm not I've never been a big Pokemon fan. This actually got me to want to play the game, which was interesting. So, I mean, yeah, I think I, I really I say this all the time, but this is a different situation because it's portable. I I will probably play this more, honestly. 
Um, yeah, I could see taking the switch and actually going and, and trying to play a little bit more. Brand dude, Brandy's going to continue to play the crap out of this game. She loves this game. She's yeah. been playing it since it came out, so she's going to continue to play the game for sure. Well, and they've just brought that whole like three dimensional version of it instead of God view. You know, you really play it from the perspective, and they've added crafting and they, you know, there's there's a lot to this Arceus game that um, the other ones didn't really have. And there's, yeah. I mean, there's always been. I feel like every game came out with something new, introduced something new, whether it was types or like, man, I remember like, was it silver and gold? I think introduced like night introduced mm. like actual changing of like the, the time frame. Yeah. You know, of not just being all, constantly daytime. Right. Yeah. So now you have nighttime Pokemon. So that's, mm -hmm. that is always an interesting thing. Like you have different Pokemon that come out at night. Well, and so then they introduced that as the evolution of Pokemon has happened, just from what I've seen, uh, then they get into like dawn and dusk. There's certain Pokemon that only evolve at those times. And then there's, yeah, I mean, you just keep seeing it evolve. They and do that here too. More. Yeah. So like the, the, the road, uh, I hope I'm saying it right. So Rosalia or whatever. I don't know if it's Rosalia. I think you're saying it right. Or Rosalia or whatever. But anyways, that, that Pokemon only seemed, and maybe this is just me being an idiot, only seemed to come out around dusk. Yeah. It, no, you're probably right. That's, that's how they have it set up is like, that's what I'm saying. They keep adding, you know. And eventually it'll get to, I feel like, I think it's Harvest, is it Harvest Moon that does? Or no, is it, oh, what is that game? Animal Crossing. One of those has seasons. Yeah, Animal Crossing has seasons. And eventually, if they that haven't already. The real world seasons. That's right, amazing. Right. And eventually, if they haven't already, you will see Pokemon do the exact same thing. That I would mean, be cool. And I don't, I, I mean, I firmly believe they'll go that way. Um, and I've said forever, one of the best MMOs would be in a Pokemon game. If you... For people, and I know you're not, you don't go back as far as me as being a fan, but you talked to, you talked to uh, Brandy about it. If you put a World of Warcraft concept, but with Pokemon, where your community's all there, the the friends and the building relationships, and you're battling across the world, other people that have collected Pokemon, and you're like have this big world map, dude, it would get out of control. Fun, like I would, I would probably go back to an MMO. We might have to quit the podcast. Like I almost back <laughs> if they made a if they made a decent MMO Pokemon game, I might go to that. I would yeah. probably, I would almost maybe give up Overwatch for that. Don't, don't tell that. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I would go that far, but I would definitely be, give, be willing to give it a spin after kind of experiencing this. I mean, yeah. I've never, I I've never had as much fun as I had playing this game. Uh, and it gives me hope for what it can be going forward. If they've, if they've gotten it, to, gotten it to this level now, what can they do with it going forward? Right. And that's what I that's what I'm looking for. Like they know where they're going. They know what they can do. Like this is this is the right track. I want to see more of this. Yeah. I I I'm anxious to see more of this style of gameplay that draws more people to this type of franchise, even as big as it is, even as popular it is. You still have people like me that are holdouts because it just doesn't appeal to them at some Because some it level. does look kiddish. I mean there's no it there's does. no line there's no way that. of getting yeah. around that. Like right. I mean it does. It does look like it's meant for kids, and there are, but there are good aspects of this game for sure. So, you know, uh, the more they can deliver on the quality that's built into what they've put out for Pokemon Legends Arceus, the better. Like, if right. they can roll that into, say, yeah, I'll be anxious to see what MMO, they do next. That'd be awesome. I'll be just as anxious to see what they do next as I, I wouldn't say all as much, but close as like, uh, what Bethesda or whatever with like, you know, they got what Starfield coming out mm -hmm. I, and yeah, I think so. That's their next one. And I, everybody's anxious. I think for like a new elder scrolls, it's like, that's, yeah. 
to me, those run um, not exactly the same, but I kind of have the same a parallel run as like those games. I always, I'm, I, dude, I've always watched. I haven't always played, but I've always watched as the Pokemon games come out. Like what the next one is. I've kind of kept an eye on it um, forever. We just don't, that's why that's what I'm saying. I'm really shocked you picked this. Like I, it was something I wanted. But I threw it on the list because totally just selfishly I wanted to play. I wanted a reason to play it. <laughs> well, I'm and glad you just I could, have, Yeah, I'm glad I could help you uh, play this game. So yeah, now I'm glad because I I wouldn't have bought it otherwise. But like I I definitely kept an eye on it. Nice. That's dude. I literally told like to get the kids to play, which they already played the other one and liked it. They were you know family members ask like you know Christmas gift ideas. I was like oh Pokemon Shield you know for one of them. Yeah. But I only did that because I kind of wanted to see it. Like I was, I didn't know if I'd play it, but I was like, I'm like I said, I always keep an eye on it. So, no, they're good games. They're they're really good games. But I, I'm I'm anxious to hear your review. And we haven't spoke a lot about the beer. But well, how many of you drank? I I finished both the ones that I had. Yeah, so. I did too. Oh my yeah. god, they're pretty, actually pretty good. I'm actually surprised about how good the beers were, um, especially after the first tasting of them, because what I caught on the first tasting of them was so, orange peel. So I caught the bitter peel, not the citrus flavor. So when you, yeah, yeah, you do catch, when you first drink this beer, you catch in the very front of it um, with the smell and with the very front of the first sip of it, you catch a lot of the very, the orange flavors. You can tell that they're going with orange. It, it's there. It's present for sure. But on the back side of it, you very much get bitter peel. Um, it's just there's no b- ways around that. Like if you're going to go for a hoppy IPA, I don't think there's any way you're going to get away from that bitter orange peel taste. Um, they went with a, a hoppy IPA. That's that's what the, I think they ended up going uh, getting uh, from it. But um, the more I had of it, um, the more I started to understand the like the, the actual complexities of this beer and the more orange taste I actually got out of it, um, truly. Um, by the time I was getting into the second one, I could really, really taste that orange. Um, just saying, like, I really got a lot of orange out of that second, second well, one. So. And we normally say this and we didn't. It's 6.9%. It's pretty good. Right, that's a. I mean, for taste, to, taste to alcohol content, that's solid. I, that's I mean, I would solid. agree with that. Yeah. All right. Wait, well, yeah, do you want to? You ready to go ahead and do the ratings? Well, I do want to read. Um, oh, we can do the okay. ratings. I want to read this little bit about the brewery, which they didn't have a whole lot, and I haven't read this yet, so we'll see how this goes. Um, but it's called three dollars. Three daughters bring, and I, I can't remember if I said this at the beginning of the episode or not, but I got this while in Florida. Yeah, I said it was from Saint Peter Petersburg, Florida. Um, but I did not say when it was had and yeah, yeah it was from, yeah. So, yeah. So we went, um, early July, we went to, or June, whatever we went to Florida with the kids and we snagged, I, I literally stopped at a grocery store right <laughs> by our, right by our like condo thing as we were leaving to come home. Nice. And I was like, no, I need to grab some stuff because, well, cause we were drinking those hard mountain dews on the beach the whole time, <laughs> which are so good. So I was like, cause that's one of the States that had them at the time. So I was like, I need to try to get something from here before I leave. Nice. So I literally snagged these on the way out of the state, like on the way home. That's which, awesome. Dude. I love my wife, but she gets the worst traveler's remorse. I didn't even know that was a thing, but like, she gets so sad, like leaving vacation. And I'm just like, oh my god, I gotta get home. We have so much stuff to do. Like, right? Yeah, I'm, that's, I'm, that's I'm, where my head is. Yeah, my my oh head my is. God, like, what do I have to do to get ready for the week coming up? Right to get caught back up. Yeah, yeah. And that's where my head yeah. goes. But anyway, so this 
Three Daughters Brewing had this Florida Orange IPA. So here's what here's what their little bit says about them. Which, um, well, here we go. Our beers, our passion, our story. How many beers does it take to put three daughters through college? Our story starts with Mike and head brewer Ty Weaver in a local restaurant in St. Petersburg, Florida. They were working on a recipe for a craft beer battered fish and decided to make it their own handcrafted brews. To them, it was a lot like cooking. You follow a recipe, adjust the taste, and then hope everyone likes the final product, which, you know, I can agree with that stuff for sure. Mike and Ty decided it was pretty good, so they put some on tap. To their surprise, it wasn't just pretty good. It outsold every other beer they had. They started brewing more, and as the popularity of the beers grew, Mike and Ty decided to find a small but more advanced brewing system that would fit their restaurant. Instead, they came home with an industrial-sized 30-barrel brew house that (laughs) took up more space than the entire dining room itself. Exasperated, Mike's wife looked at him and asked the all-important question, how many beers do we have to sell to put our three daughters through college? And so Three Daughters Brewing was born, officially opening its doors in St. Petersburg in December of 2013, eventually growing to become what is now one of the largest independent breweries in the state of Florida. And for anybody that's listened to the podcast, I've said this. The, bre- the big craft breweries that have made it usually start in the early 90s. Or not early, but like mid to late 90s, super early 2000s. So this must have, they must be doing something right because they're only from 2013 and starting to be pretty successful in Florida. In Florida that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... um, I, you know, I can't tell from the other stuff. I don't know if you've had a chance to try anything else from them, but this is, this is definitely, I mean, if this is just coming out of their, their 30, you know, 30 barrel brewer, then that this is uh, a pretty good testament. They figured something out. Yeah. I mean, they managed to figure something out for sure. Um, (laughs) I'm sure they probably onto a much better system at this point. Oh yeah, probably. And crushing it. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're definitely doing something right. Okay. Interesting concept with uh I mean going straight for home. We're Florida. Let's do Florida oranges. Of course. Dude, right? And the f- like I, I weirdly like weirdly like that they're like, "Hey, we need to make a a beer for beer battered fish." And then yeah. it spawns a brewery. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Like that's yeah. I feel like that that's the kind of stories I like. I mean, that's yeah. I feel like that's what happens, you know. You just go right. I don't want to steal somebody. I don't want to use somebody else's beer. Let's make our own. And then it just ends up being a hit. Like, and then I wonder, if, was there any backlash on them? Like between the two of them being like, let's put it on tap. And then it's like, man, it's not that good. Like it's not that big. A deal. We just need it for, need it for our fish. You know? <laughs> and then I was like, no, dude, like, I think we should put it on tap. And then it like becomes a deal. And like, is the other one is Mike or Ty is one of those guys going, so I told you, like, I just wonder how that story went. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so far we've had mothers, we've had daughters, we've not had any brothers or fathers though. So if you know any brewers, let us know. Oh man, wait, 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 wait a minute. Well, we had that with that oatmeal stoutware that was wasn't the brewery wasn't called fathers, but it was fa- your not your father's. No, yeah, your father's. What was that? It was the father's oatmeal yeah. uh, cookie uh, or cookie, stout or whatever? Yeah, like that. Yeah, oatmeal yeah, cookie f- stout. Father's oatmeal but, cookie stout or something like that. I mean, I actually I'm saying that like I don't have the brewery list in front of me that we've done, which we have a lot, dude. Uh, <laughs> Casey Beerco, Stella Artois, Left Hand Brewery, Shafley, New Hand Brewing, a New Holland Brewing, Goose Island, Four Hands Brewing, Golden Road Brewing, Elysian, Anheuser Busch, Pug Ryan Brewery, Bell's, Anger, Weston, Stone, Casey, Four Hands, Kincader, Mothers, Hoofhearted, uh, Fallon, Toppling. Unfortunately, uh, that was part of a sample pack, so I don't think we're going to have it in there individually. Right. So, uh, yeah. PepsiCo, Boston, Drecker, uh, and Three Daughters. So you're right. Yeah, we need to find brothers or, or fathers brewing. 
Yep. Brothers and Fathers Brewing. If you know anybody, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Send us a message. Huh? We'll, we'll look for it. Uh, interesting, well, sir, though. I just thought about that. Like, yeah. But anyways, yeah. So let's let's rate. All right. Um, well, don't you normally do the game first? Is that how, that, we how we do roll the this? game first? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's all you, buddy. Let's hear what you got. All right. So, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by this game. Um, I, I could definitely see myself getting into this game. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised. Um, uh, well, I don't think I would have ever picked this game up had it not been for this podcast, even owning this game prior to the podcast, like Randy owned this game aside from it. So I don't think I just would have ever picked it up. I've seen her play it. I just was not of any interest because it's Pokemon, but playing it, it's pretty solid. Um, 7.8 solid. Okay. Um, I mean, solid, solid, solid game. Do give it a try. Um, if you don't like Pokemon, give it a try. It's not just a straight Pokemon game. Like, I mean, Pokemon are a thing, but it's it's more than that. It's it's an RPG. It really is following an RPG format. And so if you can if you like RPGs and you want to experience kind of more of the feel of that and uh want to taste of what pokemon could be this is it i will be the first to admit this might be a little bit biased because i've been a fan um i mean like i said so i had this old metal computer desk in my room i was probably 12 years old and like i said i got to open a christmas present early i was the only one that got to because you know my mom's favorite that's how that works and it happened to be pokemon blue yeah and i had to borrow a my brother's game boy I didn't have a regular Game Boy. I, I borrowed his. He eventually gave it to me. We traded something for it, right? And I played Pokemon Blue. So I'm a, I'm a big fan. Always have been a big fan. So this might be a little bit biased, but it is what it is. Um, I actually have this at an 8.0. Nice. It's a very solid game. Very solid, fun game. Um, you know, we didn't go into all the details of how this game operates. I think we kind of were under the assumption most people know what Pokemon are. They're creatures that you capture in Pokeballs, which this game introduces like how that gets, you know, like I said, this is set in a different time frame. Than they, all the other games. They even show you how they decided to create or how you make Pokeballs. Like, it's right. pretty cool. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's, It's very different, their take on this. And I was not prepared for that. That is not... I just thought they opened up a new island or a new region and made a game about it. No, this is from a different time zone. You're a stranger to this world. You just happen to be really good at what they're trying to accomplish. You help out their team, which I don't even remember the name of the team. Uh, team Gal- uh, something Supply Galaxy. Corps. No. Yeah, ga- well, you're on the um Survey Corps. Survey Corps. Of the yeah. Galaxy the Galaxy team. Uh, right. Yeah. So And so uh and I already read you the stuff about the brewery. Um and I'll go straight into that rating. Okay. Are you ready for this? Sure. It, yeah. It feels like the most solid score ever. And I might have done this before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have. I actually looking back, I think I can see one other one just like it. Seven point five. Yeah. 7.5, it is just a very solid orange IPA. Uh, I would drink more of these. Absolutely drink more of these. Like, they're they're good. I don't disagree with you. I was thinking roughly the same number, not quite that high, but 7.4 was where I was. Like, I'm, I'm all about this one, actually. I just want to really point this weird. out. I just want to point this out. A 7.4 on an orange IPA for you would be like a nine in my books. <laughs> I mean, most likely. It's a big yeah. de- it's, I feel like it's a big it's deal be, for you to be over seven. 
It's got to be a huge. I I think so. Like I I actually might be able to 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 drink this instead of like any other style of beer. Well, so I can have the scores up actually, just because I happen to be we're so far behind on like updating this. I thought I would like take a look at it. So the last time I gave a seven point five that's recorded. Now that's there's plenty of episodes in between that aren't wrote down. But the last IPA for sure was that Incarnation during Raja, right? I did, I did 7.5 on that Incarnation. And you guys, you and Bailey kind of gave me shit about that when we drank mm-hmm. the ones at your house for the Halloween episode, which I'm I'm excited to start working on our Halloween segment because that needs to be coming up soon. So for everybody listening, get mm. ready for some options on horror games because it may not be three this year, but there will still be options to pick from for our Halloween segment because I've already got some good ideas. But nice. Before we get to that, so I did a seven point five, and you know what you did on that incarnation six point eight. Wow, I honestly do feel that though. I could drink right. this over that incarnation. I do. That's, I do feel that. That's what I'm saying. So that's pretty wild. You're a decimal point below me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, point I one could, below me on an IPA. I feel like people listening. That's a kind of a big deal, Jesse. Like <laughs> I yeah. I could for sure drink this over that incarnation a hundred percent of the time. Um. Yeah. Like I said, towards the end there, I was getting all sorts of orange, all sorts of orange, not as much, not as much bitter, not as much peel. Like, I don't know if my palate adjusted to having that bitter taste in my mouth. Um, I mean, I feel, I've been doing a lot of reading on like palates and how, how you adjust to taste and stuff. And we are very much like temper, temperamental tastiers. Like, so if you have something bitter prior to tasting something, you will taste less bitter on the second thing. Um, so it's just, it, it, it's kind of things. I, I've been doing that with like coffee samples and stuff like that too. That's probably like why, to, well, you know, you're welcome for that little new interest. Right. Yep. You're yep. very That's welcome. That's exactly sir. why that I started diving <laughs> down that path. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Asshole. Um, uh, anyway, I can get you to spend some more of your millions you're making, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, anyways. But yeah, so, I mean, so yeah, that it's interesting, but yeah, this has definitely been one that's, uh, I can appreciate. It's awesome. Do you have anything else to add, sir? No, no. Let's talk about next time though. All righty. So let me see here. I, I have to do a shout out to my boy Z. So my kids, and it's always a good feeling. Z is really good about approaching me when he comes back from his mom's. Which, you know, this is a new era. They live on YouTube. They live on like reviews and watching other people play games. And he's like, Dad, like I have a game you should do next. So what is that? He said, Splitgate. What the heck is Splitgate? He's like, well, it's kind of like Halo. It's kind of like this. You check it out. And I watched a trailer and it's free multiplayer from what I looked at, I think. Uh, maybe on Xbox, maybe on PC. And I looked at it. And I was like, that actually looks interesting. Also, I shot it over to you and you're like, yeah, no, we can do that. So this is a. Our one of our kids recommended games we're going to do next is Splitgate and the beer, which I like I said, you've had some wins. You're what you're I think I started that conversation. Earlier. You flopped on Terraforming Mars, but you won <laughs> on Pokemon Arceus. And what was the other one you won? that was really good. Oh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yeah, those are both your ideas and they were both super good. So <laughs> we have some of those wins. Uh, so this beer is actually one of your recommendations, which is usually definitely Brewer's my, my recommendation. They right. we just happen to have the beer that looked on on their page like it was perfect for the this time of year. Yeah. So. No, and I don't disagree. So it is a what is it, Martin City Brewing? Yes. Super local. local. It's up by you, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And we're gonna do their pink lemonade ale. Yes. It's a pink lemonade sour ale. So pink lemonade sour ale. So 
so that is what we have coming up, guys. So props to Z. Thanks for the recommendation. Um, and yeah, thanks to you for picking that out, figuring out a brewery to do, since that was kind of like we didn't really have one set up for this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I figured I'd rather not do another space-themed IPA right after one IPA, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I make I make no promises. Uh, I try really hard, even to my kids when I speak to them, that there's always a, you know, you should always leave a chance that things will not go the way they're supposed to. But there is a slim chance we will have a surprise episode drop. I'm not saying it's going to happen. It might happen. That's all I'm going to say. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> It'll be cool if it does. But For sure. Anyway, so, sir. Yeah. Are you ready to wrap this baby up? For sure. All right. So, if you like drinking. Or you like gaming. Join us next time on The Monologues. <laughs>